And good evening. Welcome to the Northland Sports Page. Very rare that I get to say good evening as it's Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook. We are with you on your Saturday nights. I guess I should start with an apology to everybody because I moved the show tonight due to some travel arrangements that I had for this morning. Those travel arrangements did not come to fruition, whether it be due to health or due to transportation itself. Well, we're here tonight. That's what matters. I'm glad you didn't tell PJ you weren't coming because, you know, they still played really, really well. And had you come or had you called them ahead of time and said, you know, yeah, they probably just gone back to their own. They way. may have you panicked, but to be fair, you and I have been to a gopher game this year, just as I was scheduled to do today. And we pulled off a win just fine. The Gophers did the same today. Just fine, I guess, is the way you put that one. Oh, 100 percent. Hey, you know. We're listening to our intro song, which I'm personally a favorite of. Yes, you are. Um, not and, to say that I'm not, but you are more so than I am. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, you know who needs this song? Julianne Vazjek. Okay. When she starts uh, doing the um, Herb Brooks drills, um, she doesn't need to say anything. Once the kids are starting to bag skate, she should just fire this up and say, all right, well, now, this song's wait a about five minutes. Go get them. Do you think anybody that's done a Herb Brooks bag skate before is thinking, let the good times roll as they're doing that? Because that's the name of that song. I know, but I think if you're the coach, you are maybe thinking so. that. Right, right, right. So I did have some health issues this morning. I did have some transportation issues this morning. None this afternoon. Either way, the travel that I was supposed to do did not happen, which makes you wonder who's driving this bus when it comes to the travel that I was supposed to do. Meanwhile, it's our sponsors that drive the bus that is the Northland Sports Page, even on this evening edition. Yeah, you know, we're very, very fortunate we are. for our sponsors. You know, we, we've listened to things, you know, all, all year long. We were talking on the way over about not being able to get, you know, the, the sports that you want right now. You know, not right now, I couldn't, I couldn't get preseason hockey, for instance. Right. But, you know, when you are trying to get content on the air, right? You need people backing you up and, and helping you through, and we've got that group. And let's start with the original uh, Arola Architecture Studio. Ryan's been with us since day one. Got us through the COVID years. I mean, this show wouldn't still be going on without Ryan Arola. Hoops Brewing, OAR Holdings, Krauss Heating and Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer, Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, Blackwoods Group, including London Road, Proctor, which we drove by just the other day. We did. You were even commenting on what I a did. nice I location I did. I commented on what a great setup that is. You got a hotel and a Blackwoods connected basically to each other. Doesn't get much better than that. Right. Event center, right? Uh, the the location in Two Harbors, Blackwater downtown. And again, we're down here in the evening, which we're not often. How about downtown Duluth showing up a little today? Right. How about both of us being out after dark, which just felt weird for either one of us? We were commenting on the traffic or lack thereof. They must have all wanted to get home to listen to us. <laughs> Let's hope that's true. Also, the Tavern on the Hill location uh, for Blackwood's probably swamped today because of the UMD Bulldogs at home, and so they got a big homecoming victory. Congrats to them! Absolutely, and the Blackwood. And so when when there's a lot of people and let the good times roll, Blackwood's probably just um, Tavern was probably just rocking this evening. Uh, Avenue 45, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B Resort, Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai, and Comfort Systems. Brian, you have a little bit of Comfort Systems, but before you do that, I need to let you know that Aaron finally did go up and talk to the folks at Kohler Toyota. So he got Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai knocked out together. Well, he went to he just went to Toyota this time. Okay. 
they have a, a really interesting rav or not rav uh, uh, renegade jeep renegade that's up there and it caught his attention and uh, the folks up there treated him real well, and now he's just doing numbers at home trying to figure out if he can afford it. But they treated him so well, and he's so excited to go back. Absolutely. So I asked the question, who's driving this bus? Because I didn't make the drive to the Gopher game today. But maybe when it comes to who's driving this bus that is this show, it could be Aaron. <laughs> yeah, it sure could be. Brian, he could, he could uh, certainly drive us wherever we need to go. Uh, it might be with a few grumbles. And if we were going to Hoops Brewing, however, uh, he'd probably pick us up. Which we will at 7.30. Not physically, but Dave Hoops is going to join yeah. us in the evening. How much fun do you think they're having? Because it is, realistically, the final day of September. Yeah. But they are having Oktoberfest tonight at Hoops Brewing. Oh, I, I, I can't imagine. I mean, hopefully, you know, Dave puts us on Part of me every wants so to. Often. Part of me which wishes that we were there to just see the festivities, if you will. Well, if Dave is listening and he can uh, he can send you a picture or maybe even FaceTime you uh, during breaks and show us what it looks like, that would be great. Right, the uh, Stein-holding competition. I think I would fail, but it looks like fun. Yeah, do you— you remember Paul Stein, who was at the... I do. Yeah, that could be a Saints contest Saints Hall of Famer, Paul yeah, Stein. Yeah, a little bit of Stein holding. Uh, it might be a little weird for you Would you I, give? A, I was going to say, would you give him a hug? Does that qualify? That, I think that's what it would be. Right. Yeah. That's Stein embracing? Is that a little yeah, different? Exactly. Well, is it though? Yeah, uh, You'd have could, to ask him. Dave could do that at hoops, though. How He could have Stein holding and then Stein embracing. All right. This got weird. Whether, whether or not we wanted it to, it got a little bit weird. <laughs> but speaking of weird, why did I continue to bring up who's driving this bus? It's not just because I love the TikTok, which I shared with you, and even you laughed at the TikTok that's out there that says, who's driving this bus? And it's a good question because every good sports team needs a proverbial driving force or a bus driver. We're going to talk about that tonight. We are, and and it really is interesting, Brian. The one thing when we were talking about this that dawned on both of us is how rare is it that a superstar is the one who drives the bus. Unless, of course, it's the movie Speed, which is completely underrated. Then two superstars end up driving a bus over wow. two hours. Is it underrated? Oh, my gosh, yes. Such you a love good that movie? movie? Okay, good. Because um, so, I like it, but I didn't know how many people did. Yes. I know it did well, and it's those two superstars that are why. And yes, But I didn't know who loved that movie some, and who didn't. Some of the uh, some of the effects are pretty, pretty good for that. Uh, Correct. That but it's amazing when you think about Super teams, teams that have been great. How many times the the superstars aren't necessarily passengers, right? But they're not the guys who are focusing that team on winning. Right. They're the ones coming through, right? But they're not getting the rest of the guys to come along. And we were trying to figure out who that superstar might be in Minnesota history. We came up with one. Well, we came up with Minnesota history, but we also talked about Minnesota current, which is more difficult because I agree with you that it's rare that a superstar drives the bus. But is it rare in sports, or is it just rare here? Because that might be part of the problem. No, I think, I just, I mean, so Brady. Yes. Kirby. Yes. Um, He was our one, by the way, historically. Sidney Crosby. uh, MJ. And Crickets. Gretzky. I would hope. I don't think so. I don't think Gretzky was the leader. Messier was the leader on that team. That's the point. You know, if Mes- if Messier or Coffee was probably the guy. Gretzky was the reason. He wouldn't he wasn't the guy at the front of the boat. So he wait was, a minute. As much as I don't as much as I don't like this athlete, LeBron, when Cleveland won it with him, mm-hmm. was it him or was it Kyrie? 
No, I see. I think that's a great example. I do think it was him. And I think Kyrie goes other places because he wants to be that guy. Right. And he never is. He goes everywhere that he can possibly go to try to be that guy, and it's not working for him. You know who else is like that? Durant is like that. Right. He's not a, He's not the guy driving the bus. He is a heck which of is, a basketball player. Which is funny, though, because it seems like he wants to drive. Yes. But when he went to Golden State, everybody said, well, this guy wants to be a passenger. Yeah, well, but look at it in, in Brooklyn, right? Didn't work out there either. And Phoenix just blew the whole thing up. Um, you know, and cut half their roster off, added a bunch of guys, a bunch of uh, bit parts. So we'll see how it works there. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is is a guy that could be, right? But over time, he's well, not to be. Can you have a driver that's only available half the season? There's another an, another great Can question. you have a driver that's not licensed in that sense? I mean, there's been a lot of guys who are high-paid who try to be leaders right. and kind of crumble. You know, another guy that seems to have done real well in that way is Nelson Cruz, right? When Nelly was here, and, and this is probably a good example, when Nelson Cruz was a twin, who was the leader? He was the bus driver, when without Corey a doubt. When Hunter was here, even the second time. The, no, I think it's more the second time than the first. I'm not sure he was the driver the first time. I mean, so it's fascinating to think about leaders on teams and he come from places you don't you know you don't really expect absolutely and the opening topic tonight on the northland sports page a rare evening edition is who's driving this bus on each of the pro sports teams in minnesota because we've come up with the fact that first of all i should have had a very long day i should have just gotten back from minneapolis it didn't work out and that's fine but the one caveat would have been as long of a day as it is at least I didn't have to drive. I am the permanent passenger. Judge me accordingly when it comes to a radio show. But how many permanent passengers do we have in Minnesota sports? Seems like a lot. Oh, goodness. You know who's, and he's tried, right? You know who's one of the best passengers in Minnesota sports right now? Is that something you want to be good at? No. Right. But this guy tries. It's Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is not the guy who drives the bus, and that's one of the problems. He really wants to be that guy. Right, but people don't respond to him around him. He's a heck of a basketball player. Without him, they're not as good. They're as not they nearly did. as good, but he's right. not the driving force he's behind not. anything. He's not. And look at the players they've brought in. What's right. the first thing they say? Leadership. Torian Prince. Why are you bringing Torian Prince? In? He's got leadership. Kyle Anderson. He's a good good ball player. Doesn't do much in the air, but a heck of a leader. It's because Cat misses that piece of it. All right. So because we started debating them. Should we start with the Wolves? Because the easy point to this topic is well, everybody just picks the best player. And I don't think Carl Anthony Towns is the best Timberwolf player anymore. Correct. I think that is Anthony Edwards. But I don't think that he's the bus driver yet. Yet. If he is, they're going to be great. Yep. Who's driving it right now? Mike Conley. I, exactly. <laughs> I, well, this you know this what? makes for bad Hold radio on. because it's one of the it, first times where I go, yep, you're absolutely it, right. It might be Kyle Anderson. All right. It's one of those two guys. I mean, they brought Kyle Anderson in for But that. I'll tell you what, if ability-wise, if it's Kyle Anderson, they're screwed compared to if it's Mike Conley. But I don't necessarily – see, that's where we differ on this. I don't think you're screwed if your team leader isn't a top six guy. Like, if he's your seventh But see, but I think player, in the NBA, you are. Other sports, you could say, if he's not a top six guy, you're fine. Yeah. You go beyond six in the NBA, you're in big trouble. Yeah, I suppose. But if they're playing, right, you can't be the bus driver and never see the court. 
Right. Well, the, or you're only the bus driver and you don't <laughs> see the court. Nice. The right. real bus driver. Right, right, right. right. Gotcha. Say, I've been on a lot of basketball teams Luke, where the bus driver never played. Luca Garza can't be the guy who drives the Fair. bus for the Wolves. Fair. He's never going to see the court. But Kyle Anderson absolutely could be. I mean, he's he was brought in not for this, not for that. He was brought in because teams were better when he was on them because he led them. And the Wolves are most interesting because in the current moment, it's tough to figure out. Historically, they do have, because we want to tackle that too, they do have their best player as their bus driver. Arguably the only bus driver that they've ever had was Kevin Garnett. And and how about, you talked about Torrey Hunter. How about him just reclaiming the role, not even asking for it, but when he walked through the door the second time, how guys like Carl Anthony Towns just gravitated to him. It did whatever he said. Even though his second stand with the Wolves was purely a gimmick. Yep, 100%. And... um, uh, he is, if you think about the entirety of this franchise, KG for, what, 12 years? Right. Um, but beyond that, who's the next best leader on the team? I mean, in history. Wow. Right. That's a, that's <laughs> a really you know good why. That's a really good question that shouldn't have to be a really good question, but it is. Love I'm going to venture not. one guess. The first guy to really put them as a playoff team when Garnett was super young to me, was Tom Gugliotta. Was he the first bus driver? I don't think so. Even though he didn't want to be. He, well, I don't think he Is was. Is that why he wasn't? Because he didn't want to be? No, because Steph wanted to be. And, well, the reason Googs was gone is because Steph wanted him gone, right? Well, but how'd that work out for anybody? Right. Well, that's that's true. That's but a different topic Steph's altogether. one of the guys who wanted Which to bus be. driver swerved you off the road? But think about, like, the the Love Rubio team that had had some ability. Their they, problem was they had no bus driver. They had no bus driver. They were on autopilot and yes. it swerved. Yes, that's the that's the crazy thing about the Timberwolves is they've had a guy and maybe now they have a player. Jimmy Butler wants to be that guy like crazy. And when things are going the right direction, he's good. He's a good leader. When things go don't But he's go the his guy way, where the commercials that say yes. buzz driving is drunk driving stem from. And well, I'm not and saying alcohol, I'm saying he was just weird. You know, we talked about the movie Speed. And for, yeah. for people that don't know it, the Which buses, by the way, who were the two superstars? Keanu and Sandra or Keanu yeah. and Dennis Hopper? No, it was uh, yeah, well, Dennis right? Hopper was pretty good. Whole different debate. But Jimmy's the the driver on that movie Speed who just says, you know, I'm tired of the fifty five, I'm out of here. And then the bus blows up, and he's like, you know, what? My fault. <laughs> I don't know those. Nobody those told me. Never mind that they said it the, the whole time. Right, right. Um, you know, and put Jimmy in the right spot, and he's got a team around him who's going to perform. He's good as a leader there, but you put him in a spot where he's got to lead to get them someplace. And so, notice we haven't mentioned a coach yet at all. And most successful teams should or should not have a coach as the driver. That's the question. Wow. That's see, my answer to that is, especially in the NBA, it's probably not right. The short, the short bench, they have to have a player who can, who can take control of the guys. Right. Uh, if you if you have a football team where you have all these players, you have you know thirty five or forty players who don't thirty five players who don't see it regularly. You can have a coach who has a little bit more say. On the basketball team, you have to have players who will stand up because there's so few of them. Speaking and, of so few of them, we went to the Wolves because there were so few options. Where do you want to go next? Well, we can go we can go right to the uh, Wild. They're resigning Felino, telling us he's that guy. Who's? But are they forcing it on you? Because I don't buy it. I know they want to make him that. 
is there a guy that you just strap in and buckle the seatbelt and lock it and go, guess what? You're driving. And they went, oh, I didn't want to do this. Right. I feel like that's what Felino is. Or maybe he got behind the bus without his license. He right. got behind the wheel without his license, and now, they said, go get him. There's no doubt that Kaprizov is their best player. Too often, the best player doesn't drive the bus. Who is it on this wild team? I'm gonna ask the. I'm gonna answer the question with a question. Is it Spurgeon? Because I don't think it is. Either. I don't think it is. Well, I'm gonna make a bad joke. If it is, can he see over the windshield? I mean, can he see over the dashboard? <laughs> hey, a couple of phone books. And if mind. I'm making short guy jokes, that's yeah. bad. You know, uh, I I don't know if it is. And and you know, in the room, it's different because you know it's personality inside the room is different personality on the ice. But are we sure it isn't the guy who may not play much at all? What if it's still Flower? Even if Gus is the number one goalie. Goalies are also tough to have right. has, have as a leader. Um, it, it's interesting. I mean, Suter wanted to be, and nobody when he was here, he absolutely thought he was the guy driving the bus. Right, and you saw where where a guy who guess where we went. Yeah, yeah, and and so it's fascinating to see who those guys are, and it and Felino's probably grown into it. It probably is Felino. Well, you talked about signing Felino. They also extended Zuccarello. Zuccarello is the bestie of the best player. Forty. Are you sure old. he's not driving and guiding? Said best player. Well, uh, he certainly is guiding the best player. Right. I don't think he's Is that enough to drive the team? team? You know who might be? And and this is purely a purely a uh, observation, obviously. It might be Erickson Eck. Like, when he's not there, they're not good. And I know it's the skill set that he brings. But when but you got a driver kind of, that's injured, are you dealing with a crash test dummy? And, I and mean, maybe so. You know? you know? And maybe that's why, you know, and that's one of the reasons I kind of did that. Well, maybe it could be him. Because he kind of fits the bill, if you think about it. When he's playing and he's good, the rest of the team gravitates. He's got a little bit of grit. He's got a little bit of, I'll do this, you need to do it, follow me. Right. Well, and what about historically? Because we talked about we haven't mentioned a coach yet, and that's part of the problem. Are we sure that historically it's not Jacques anyway? Uh, it certainly might be, but look at the guys that are on that team. Right. You know, I think Darby was one of those guys. Is it guys. Brunette? Is it? How about Brunette? And now it's not Gabrick. He it's was the not. best player, but he wasn't the bus driver. Correct. correct. Is it Rolston in his heyday? It, you know, it might have been. Think about Brett Burns, not as a as a Wild, but it wouldn't be a in, show if I didn't have to think about but, him. But in San Jose, right. he turned into that guy, right. right? And so maybe we had one, we just didn't let it up, you know, percolate along long enough. There is that. We've done that a few times. Who else could have been a bus driver on that team? Because boy, it's hard to find leaders on that first crop of wild teams. Yeah, it probably was Scott Mitchell, right? No. Willie Mitchell. Willie Mitchell. Scott, Scott Mitchell, Mitchell was a heck of a backup quarterback, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Willie Mitchell. Boy, uh, Detroit's taking over everybody. They beat and, Green Bay once, everybody's talking about him. And he's he's a good example of what I'm talking about. You know, he's a heck of a hockey player, but he wasn't the guy. He was just somebody that did it the right way constantly, and other people followed, noticed, and followed. Well, what about the first legit all-star that the Wild had? Is it Philippe Kuba? Is it Rest in peace, Pavel Dimitra, in his time. I don't think it's Cuba. Um, there's just some other stuff there, but it could be. It it absolutely could have been Dimitra. You know, he was he was that guy um, who people did gravitate to. And so, it, for this current crop, though, I mean, are they try? Is is they're the bus- forcing one on you? Somebody's forcing. Somebody's got to be the DD on what was a really fun yeah, night. And it's right. like, sorry, you have to drive. And I feel like it is Felino. Does it feel a little bit like they put a, a wanted sign out or a or <laughs> it does. ad it does. and said needed bus driver and Pat Maroon said, well, I can do this. But with the salary cap <laughs> situation and what they're up against with the Parisi Suter contracts, 
Is it help wanted? By the way, you have to drive a Pinto. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, what are we dealing with? They show one of those. We have a lot of, of intricate feel. It's a good thing. And then they roll up in the bus as one of those 1950s with the d- double-decker thing. I was going to say, as a non-driver, I need your help. What's a crappy car but that everybody loves? Because that's the wild. They can be good or bad, and the entire state loves them. But now if you if you take it and move it to, I mean, which way do you, you want to go? Twins? Because historically you can point some guys out or you I feel want like, to go. I feel like the Twins is the most fun because they're in great shape as a team, but they're the toughest one to figure out. Yeah, I mean, in my lifetime, I th- when I think of leaders with the Twins, it's Puckett. Well, and then just stop. No. It's yes. Nelly. Nelly Fox, and we talked no, about... No, no, Nelson Cruz. Nelson I don't know Cruz, that Nelly sorry. Fox played no. with the Twins. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, he'd have played for the Washington He Senate would have. He sure would have. Him and um, Sam Rice would have been dynamite. And you made a really good point when we were talking about this subject. Is it Jim Tomey? Like, those three guys, because Blylevin was not... When he was younger, he was not. But I feel like he was close because he was the guy that basically predicted the 87 World Series. Are we sure he didn't lead without being demonstrative about it? I th- I'm talking Can you about- drive and drive in the slow lane quietly <laughs> beyond everybody? But when he was, so maybe his last couple of pitch outings, maybe. But, I mean, he did it again. Like, he left. I mean, he unceremoniously left twice. Well, there's no question that 91 was Puckett's team. But are we sure Morris wasn't the bus driver? Yes. I'm okay. Sure. If, you, if you want a, an argument. Because I'll, I'll give everything in the world to Kirby because I worship the guy. May he rest. But are we sure Morris didn't do some driving? Uh, Morris probably turned a turn signal and stuff. Morris on. took a shift or two. Um, the the guy who might be the other one is Gladden. Like, it, but if you think about guys, the only driving he does is drives me crazy when I listen to the radio broadcast. But back because where the hell's the ball? Yeah, back then he was one of those guys. But it was always Puckett's team. You always knew who team whose team it was. There was never a everybody else was fighting to be right. The you know putting music in because the the guy in the uh, in shotgun picks the music right. That's the other fun equation is who had the ox cord as the kid would put it. <laughs> who had who had the music on in the car? Because if you look at Puckett's team. That's what the Twins are. But there were good Twins teams before him. Rodney wasn't like that. Killebrew wasn't like that. Oliva wasn't like that. Was it Mudcat? Was it Bob Allison? Yep. Who was it? Jimmy Hall. One of those, right. One of the Earl Batty, probably. He, t- he ended up being a manager uh, as time went on, too. It might have been your catcher. In fact, if you think about historically, a lot of guys who are team leaders – happen to be catchers sorry i'm getting i'm getting texts about scott mitchell and nelly fox <laughs> hey, you know we saw the we saw the game beforehand right beforehand is watch baseball and drink and it was a game and we could do something like that i try not to laugh out loud but <laughs> that one just it's, caught me just right it's nighttime too i don't do all you yeah that's bad in the morning yeah, you're Holy up past your bedtime for <laughs> sure so we went backwards for bob allison if you go forwards past Puckett. I got Jimmy Hall, by the way. Yes, he did play for us. Yes. Kudos to you. But we talked about Tory Hunter. Yeah. And there's a guardy group that made a ton of playoff appearances, albeit cameos, but appearances nonetheless. Who led those teams? Because I told you it might have been my favorite player. Was he the best? No. Was he the most versatile? Yes. Might have been Michael Kadire. It absolutely, absolutely might have been. I'll drive. I don't know where we're going. 
but I'll drive. Yeah, follow me. We can figure this out because it wasn't your catcher. We know that. Yeah. It wasn't Bauer your first Morneau baseman. were fantastic, but super quiet. Correct. The fact that Morneau talks as much as he does on TV broadcasts shocks the bejesus out of me. I think if it was Kadir, it's because he learned from uh, the third baseman that had the concussion too. Um, went to play with Milwaukee. Jeff Cirillo? No, 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 no. He wasn't. He didn't play Corey with Koski. Yes, thank you. It might because I think Koski was that guy to start with, right? Uh, and that little bit of grit and grind. Uh, but if you think about Dougie baseball, who you'd like to have it be, right? I don't think it was him. I think he he just was caustic, right? Um, Przinsky, same thing. Could it could it have been AJ? Sure, but really his thing was just ticking people off. Here's a question: How long do you have to be with the team to drive the bus? Because we mentioned Jim Tomey. Hmm? You blinked, and he was in Minnesota and out of Minnesota. You, somebody's got a drink for that, right? I mean, they drink all the time when I stay. Right, stuff. Minnesota. There, let me let me pour it so on real thick for you. Yes, but Jim Tomey wasn't here long. Neither was Orlando Cabrera. When I think about that 2009 team that won the extra game, not the 08 team that lost to Jim Tomey in the extra game. Are we sure it wasn't him to a point? I, I think that you're probably right. I mean, there are there are those guys who come and are and are magnetic, right? Right, and make make things happen because you want to be with them. They pull the team together. They're leading. All right. So this Twins team, this year's Twins team, is about to go into the playoffs starting Tuesday. Your bus driver is whom? Because that is a big question. It, it is a big question, and and truthfully, I think it's your shortstop. But here's the thing. I don't think there's a question that it's that guy, no matter how bad he's been this year. But here's the thing. He he. The reason I say that is they say he's still behind the scenes, exercise, working out, getting ready to go, right? Um, but that energy and effort level is still contagious to the players. Like when you when you hear him talk, the players talk, you know, what are you excited about? And it's Carlos, Carlos, Carlos. So I think he is the guy. I think he's your leader. I think he is too, and I think Max Kepler is the kid in the front seat going, Mom, Mom, I'll drive. Mom, I'll drive. Mom, I'll drive. Because nobody's been better in the last three months than Max Kepler. Max but it's Kepler. weird to think that way. Yeah, Max Kepler was the guy who sat in the back of the bus, like came in first so he could sit in the back of the bus with his visor over his eyes for the last three years. And now it dawned on him that he'd really like to learn how to drive. Well, you know, that doesn't make you a driver. Yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> it just makes you interested. He was the guy that for the first half of the year, I don't need a stinking license. Well, maybe this is fun to <laughs> drive. Exactly Let me right. see what that takes. If you take that to the Vikings, right? And, and you, I'm glad you did that because we've only got five minutes till we go to Dave Hoops. But when you and I talked about this subject earlier this week, we came up with a lot as hopefully these first 20, 25 minutes have shown you. And then we got to the Vikings and we went, oh, who? it's really, really difficult. We know who the best players are. Yes. None of them drove said bus. Right. The the one guy. And Scott that, Mitchell never played for him, if anybody wonders. <laughs> well, we'll try. Yeah. Uh, by the time this show runs its course, Brian, I will have Scott Mitchell somewhere <laughs> on this team. Love it. Um. Anyways, the um, the one guy we came up with only was here for like a year, two years, but a year and a half, right? The one guy that we saw come in. Brett Favre. And grab the damn bull by the horns was Brett Favre. Which, how much of an indictment is that? On all the other teams. Because 2009 was awesome. 2010 sucked. That's the end of Brett Favre's Viking mm-hmm. tenure. Yeah. And and look at the guys they've brought in since, including the one we have now. Quarterback hasn't been the guy. Um, and That's the biggest complaint. 
and what on a, said current quarterback. So Chris Carter is probably in that role. But do you have a guy driving that no one wants behind the wheel? Because from what uh, I heard, he was fantastic, but not as a teammate. Yep. Nope. I I completely understand that. And the problem with wide receivers is you can do all the things the right way, but you only get the ball if everybody else does their thing. Right. And the very first thing I told you, because we said we haven't mentioned coaches very much, and we can decide if that's good or bad. The very first Viking, I said, well, it's got to be Bud. And you went, uh, is it really, though? Go ahead. I think Bud set the standard, right, for the organization. I And I'm sure he intimidated some people, and some people walked the way he wanted them to walk because of that. But there had to be a guy who took that scowling whatever, um, you know, the the um, the guy on the sidelines who is, you know, a caricature, right? Right. Had to take that information to the players and say, okay, let's play this way. Right, and it helps that they had Van Brocklin first because Van Brocklin was a complete doofus, right? right. And that's so, the nicest way I've heard right. that said before. Well, I'm on the radio, yeah, right? right? We got to um, edit things at night. And and so Bud came in in a time when players were ready for a, a different voice, right? Um, but Tarkington, I mean Tarkington, you, you there's no G in there. Go ahead, whatever. Come on, you, meat you, sauce. You just, Go ahead. You just keep trying to get people. I mean, it's going to be a bad night with <laughs> the way this is going. No, it's all right. We're half an hour in. You're good. <laughs> Um, but the guys who played with him didn't like him, right? You get, you know, Wade Wilson, Tommy Kramer. I mean, all these names that come through that were really, really good at the position. Well, the other thing, too, is to close the subject, we have talked about bus drivers in a positive light. Yes. Is it possible? <laughs> it's just and I think it is highway to hell that conversation. tons of teams had bus drivers that were the problem. And that's why they didn't go anywhere well. I love that. Because Kirk has been driving this team for how many years? He's okay. He's not going to drive you anywhere great. He's like a route driver. He's going to be the one that follows the rules too much. And you've got an opportunity to pass, an opportunity to pass, and we'll just wait here. Yeah, he's like the he's like the UPS driver. You know, they have those maps where you turn right because it is it is more um, uh, financially, it makes more sense right. because it takes less time. He's the one who turns right all the time, but his stop is just off to the left there. But we don't go there because I can't turn right to get there. Well, and again, how many times, not so much tonight, we commented on the traffic being different, but how many times when we do the Northland Sports page in the morning, do we get behind somebody special on a Saturday morning and we go, good Lord, we're going to be late. And either you take that shot and go around them or you don't. You say that I'm the driver during the show. You are the driver to the show. Thank goodness you take that chance and go around. <laughs> well, I don't know, but tonight, just tonight, it didn't affect us because they drove past. But there's like there's a camper going up the shore, and there's a pickup truck that the Chevy emblem had to be rubbing on the back of the uh, trailer in front of him, the camper in front of him, and he has both hands down on the horn. And I'm like, buddy, I mean, <laughs> unless you have sirens going on. And there's, there's, you need to just take a step, take a half car length back. All right. So current state of affairs, let me ask you this. Yeah. For these four teams, the Wolves, Wild, Vikes, and Twins, to be successful right now, who needs to be the bus driver? We've said who is, who should be. Well, Ant needs to be for the hundred percent. I mean, hundred percent. That's the easiest yep. one. Um, that baseball team. It's still Korea. It. It has to be. With the money and the experience, it's still correct. Well, it has to be because also personality and experience. You know, it, would, would it be great if it was Buxton? Sure, but it's not. Um, the um, the um, Vikings, 
who is who who is the driver of that bus? Because maybe it's the quarterback. I think it's probably the wide receiver because you hear every player on that team talk about Jefferson and the way he handles himself and how he does the. I things. think it needs to be Daniel Hunter because they can't defend anybody. But he doesn't talk. I know. Um, and then and then what's the other team? Oh yeah, the Wild. The Wild. I'll take Zuccarello. Yeah, you know who I'd like it to be, and I and I and maybe this is true. I'd love it to be um, the center for that line. The one who had 34 goals two years ago and Hartman. won last year, Hartman, because he God, plays, we're good at program password. You he, just give me hints he, and I uh, nailed it. He plays with the type of tenacity that you think about when you come with bus drivers, but bus drivers have to perform. Absolutely, right? we're extra tenacious here in the evening. It's the Northland Sports Page. It's nighttime style, making night moves. We'll be right back. Dave Hoops is next. Stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, thank you, Corey Hart. Not the former Milwaukee Brewer, Corey Hart, but sunglasses at night, Corey Hart. Pretty rare that the Northland Sports Page is on at night. In fact, so rare, this is the first one. Has any call to ever play this song. Right. (laughs) I finally get my opportunity. We get great opportunities every Saturday, day or night, thanks to our sponsors. Absolutely. Let's start with Comfort Systems. They've signed back on. They're they're here with us. And you know what else they are? They're here for Duluth, right? They make me comfortable. Well, but when you think about Comfort Systems and the stuff that they do for your home, I mean, jump jump on an account there. And just watch the number of times you call and say, you know, I mean, Brian, if we have a conversation and you say, ah, the damn furnace, my chances are the answer is going to be, have you, are you on a comfort system things? You should call them. Well, I'm glad you said that because it is the last day of September and I hope that warm weather hangs on for a bit. But this is a good time of year to get that furnace up and ready because guess what? It's going to need to be up and ready pretty soon, the way Mother Nature is in Duluth. Pretty quick. So we, we went, took mom TV shopping today, right? All right. And um, she's got... She, you know a person's from Arizona when. So it's, I mean, it's not perfect outside, but it's certainly not uh, puffy jacket. Uh, no, wool, it wasn't devastating winter <laughs> last day of September. You think this is bad, buckle up. Like right. you used to live here, right? You know, this. She's going to get a not-so-friendly reminder of what it's like yes, to live here. Yes, she is. A Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai. Pier B Resort, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Avenue 45, the Blackwoods Group, including Tavern on the Hill, Blackwaters, the locations into Harbors and in Proctor, and the one on London Road. It's the one I tend to go to. Bro. That is the one I tend to go to as well. Sammy's Pizza, Advantage Element Screen Printing, Krauss Heating and Cooling, your carrier, carrier, your carrier, HVAC authorized dealer here in the northern east part of the state. My sorry, I just skipped. It's past my bedtime. I know. I know. I'm keeping you up. I apologize. Holdings, Hoop Brewing, and the original Arola. Architecture Studio. Absolutely. We'll have drawing lines courtesy of Roll Architecture Studio to close the show, but now is the time for Dave Hoops of Hoops Brewing. Dave, I mentioned it is the final day of September, but at Hoops Brewing right now and throughout the day earlier today, you are having Oktoberfest. Now, it's not technically October until tomorrow, but Oktoberfest is a different animal altogether. The folks are enjoying that, and good evening. How are you, sir? I'm great. Uh, it's only 90 degrees here in the Twin Cities. Glorious, wonderful weather. So yeah, that's that's, that's all right. It's a little warm down in the cities now. Tell everybody what you're doing because you told me during the break I barely made it, but I got my registration done. Remind our listeners what you're doing down there. Well, I left the festival at, at Hoops and raced down the. the um, I signed up for the Twin Cities 10 miler, which is tomorrow morning, and. Uh, registration bib pickup ended at six. I barely made it, just minutes to spare. And then I also saw Zach and Sarah there. They were working a booth from Grandma's. So that was kind of cool. And then I ran over and I'm staying at my sister-in-law's house in the North Loop. Tomorrow morning I run. 
Very nice, very nice. Now, I was supposed to go to the Gopher game down your way in the cities today, but some things didn't work out. But as I called an audible for my day, I did go to another establishment that I just have to tell you had 36-ounce beer mugs. And I've never done the Steinholding competition that is part of Oktoberfest or part of a lot of different festivities, but I got a little bit of a taste of it today. Tell me a little bit about what went into Oktoberfest at Hoops today. Well, we actually did have Steinholding, and we were selling mosses. That's the liter of beer, 33.6 ounces, um, with Oktoberfest all day at a big discount. And then also we have the Steinholding. We also, the band just ended, Oompa Band. We've got a bunch of pretzels, a bunch of games going on, a lot of decorations, great music all day long, you know, German music. And it's kind of the end of the season. We close down the beer tent next week. And, um, you know, it's not October, but Oktoberfest ends in Germany on the final, uh, the first Sunday of October every year. That is tomorrow in Munich. Right. So there you go. So speaking of Sundays, you are a sponsor not only of this show, but you sponsor Steve Petosha and myself on time for two more our extended local Vikings postgame. And I did make a comment last week when the Vikings fell to 0-3. I said, probably the only guy, even though it's mathematically possible for everybody, probably the only guy that would try to tell me the Vikings could still go 14-3 and and mean it is the optimist that is you. Give me some optimism for this team that continues to just be that close to the win column but has yet to find it. Okay, well, five teams have made it after starting 0-3. We'll go. We'll start there. Boom. And obviously that was just bad luck last week. And, you know, that happens. Three guys touched that ball. Should he have spiked it? I figured that he was just trying to keep them on their toes. Um, I'm guaranteeing a win this week. I never do that. There you go. Okay. That's a brave statement from Dave. And, um, you know, I'm optimistic because Kurt's going to throw for 350. Uh, Madison might get 100 yards and maybe Cam will get the ball a little bit. And um, I think in general – this offense is good enough if the, we can just not turn the ball over. We had this talk last night. Last right. Week. I was going to say the message so remains the same. Great. No, yeah, I just, I no, no doubt. It's going to be a good game. And for people that are really bummed, well, don't watch. What can I say? So my immediate follow-up is this, because I'm probably going to ask it on set post game tomorrow. Let's assume they win. And we certainly hope they do. So they'll be sitting at one and three and have beaten Carolina a team that has zero expectations. Is it going to be enough for you to have even more renewed hope in this team? Or is it, yeah, they beat Carolina. That's that's the equivalent to you beating me in that 10-miler tomorrow. Well, my hope doesn't really change. Uh, it's going to be just all about beating Kelsey and Mahomes the next week, and that'll be a signature win. You know, everybody can pick on me when they lose. It doesn't get me down or get me upset. I just wait for next week and I mean, don't forget, guys, 11 a.m. on Tuesday, our twins, national TV. This is a great time of the year. It's going to yeah, be a really nice weekend into next week. The twins are the bigger deal to me right now, and I didn't necessarily think I'd be saying that this early in the season. We'll get to that, but I know Dave Cook is chomping at the bit to get to you right now. Well, I just I think that was a great point you made about the Carolina game, guys. Uh, so here's the question. If the Vikings do the Vikings stuff that we've seen up to this point but pull one out, instead of lose it, could that start one of those, oh my gosh, we can do these kind of things. We can win. We can play with these guys. I mean, if they come out and blow somebody away, I wonder if it's just going to be, oh, thank God, we got that monkey off our back. But if they if they end up playing it close and they have a couple of mistakes and they overcome and then get the win, 
I wonder. That could that changes a personality of a team. I think it's as simple as, and I'll go to the optimist in a moment. I think the pessimist will say they overcame it because Carolina let them. The optimist will go your road, and I think Dave Hoops, you're the epitome of optimism. You'll say there, that's the team we have. Well, and also last year we were fortunate many times to win we all were. the close games. This year, not yet. And the year before last year, we lost eight of them, I believe. Something awesome. like that, right? So there's no reason. Yeah, it, it just needs to go our, our way, and everybody needs to keep their head up. This is a good team. And, you know, one win, and before you know we're, you know the way our division is, it's you get up to 500, that's our goal here. Three and three, and then we work from there. Let's do it. I completely agree with that. You can get right back in this division race very easily. Speaking of a division race, all of a sudden the Twins really ran away with the American League Central. They've got a 10-game lead. Granted, they've clinched. But, you know, you look at the deficit of the teams behind them, and the Twins really established themselves as the team in the Central Division. Dave Hoops, you talked about the playoffs. Now I've got to talk to you about who do you want, because I might ask just about everybody who will listen. It's going to be Houston or Seattle or Toronto. Do you have a big preference? Um, I like Seattle because I, I like too. them, uh, and and um, and but they're losing the four zero right now. If they lose tonight, they're done. So um, I think that we can beat Houston. Everybody's afraid of Houston. I think, frankly, we have a better chance against Houston than Toronto because they, in my opinion, they have probably the best pitching in the AL. And so I guess I I'm hoping for Seattle. I'd settle for Houston. How's that? That's a fairly decent synopsis. I left one team out. It still could be Texas as well, which is an interesting team. Yeah, that's the team we want. The storyline to me is interesting because if it is Toronto, first of all, they've got all the great, what I call second-generation players because you've got Vlad Jr., you've got the younger Bichette, you've got the younger Biggio, where we all love their fathers watching them play. But the storyline to me would be, Jose Barrios is going to come in and throw a gem, and the we didn't need him guys are going to have everything they want. Uh, that's true. The other thing is, is that Toronto's going to travel. I yes. mean, it may Se- not feel like a home game if right. that happens. Seattle might bring you know families and friends. Toronto might bring fifteen thousand people, and so it, that I mean, it's not a big deal, right? Except it's going to not feel like truly a uh, truly a home game. But I, I'd rather see them play Toronto because I think that'd be more fun. I really don't want to lose to Houston. Like I know that I know. I that's think not Verlander think. and Frommer Valdez would find another gear, and we might be in trouble. And yet, I think we match up pitching well with anybody. Like we have, we have two. But isn't that fun to say? Yes. Can we just take 100%. a step back and realize that you can say that and not be off your rocker. Do you remember what I said to you about six weeks ago? If these guys start to pitch and they start to play any semblance of what we're starting to see, they're going to be a tough out. This Twins team's a tough out right now. There are teams. There are people doing just what we're doing in seven other uh, locations in this American League saying, yeah, but do we want to face the Twins? Because they have a number one, they have a number two, they've got three guys right now in the bullpen who can slam a door. Um, they're, they're starting to get healthy, their kids are playing well. I don't know if we want that. That's the curiosity that I always have. We've always talked about this on this show. What are other markets saying about us? Because I often wonder if other markets belittle Minnesota as much as most Minnesota radio personalities do. Now, I've been accused, and I'll wear it like a badge of honor, of being a homer, and that's fine, because I want to be that, quite frankly. Thank you for anybody who's told me that. But it's just going to be interesting for this team in the playoffs, and that's part of the fun. So, Dave Hoops, I guess I ask you this. 
our opening topic was who's the bus driver on the teams currently, as in who's the leader of this squad? For the Twins, who needs to lead for them to win? Uh, Lopez. Uh, I know you mentioned Carlos, but I think he's the, he's really had a career year. Uh, he needs to win that first game on Tuesday, and um, and then we can anchor everything from there. Rocco said he's going to announce all the injury stuff on Monday, so who knows? I'm not sure who's going to be playing. Like, will Buxton play? I don't know. But um, I, li- I, I like what you said about um, Korea, but I, I think Lopez needs to anchor that, and then we, we need, you know, Sonny to do his thing. I think it'll probably be him after the second pitch in the second game, right? Most likely. I think so, too, and there's a ton of validity to what you said because at first I kind of shrugged my shoulders at how can it be a starting pitcher because they don't play very often. But the way that the streak has been a black cloud over this franchise, winning that first game to just put an end to that narrative might be huge. One of my favorite narratives when you're on with us, Dave Hoops, is Dave Cook's questions. We'll go to that right now. Yeah, I had a question Dave asked from a coworker of mine uh, who listens to the show, and they said, you know, often Dave, when you talk, when you ask Dave a beer question, often he says, well, I wish they'd do it the old way, or I wish they'd do it the way they do it in Germany, and this this long, long, this beer has been made this long, and so on and so forth. Uh, she asked, what does Dave Hoops mean when he says, I wish they would do things the old way? <laughs> well, it means that Dave Hoops is old. Um, I like to <laughs> All right, that's brew, good. Uh, I, I, I brew traditionally, and tradition, uh, there's a lot of beer styles that aren't really being made as much anymore because they've kind of fallen by the wayside or the public has been um, advertising and media has pushed other styles. And so I stubbornly stick to that. And um, sometimes that's economically not the smartest move, but um, some people like that. And tonight, for example, we have five German lagers on tap during Oktoberfest. That's most breweries have five IPAs on. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But when I say the old ways, it's just, I've been brewing for many, many years and I kind of like to do it the way I do it. And I'm happy with those beers. That's how I was taught to brew. So that's what I mean by that. I like that answer because I don't have a follow-up, obviously, because it was a question for you, Dave Hoops, but doing things the old way is kind of becoming a narrative for a lot of my generation. I had brunch with two very dear friends of mine today, and it turned into about a four-hour experience because the conversation just kept going. You're like Jimi Hendrix. And a lot of it was, wasn't it better in the old days? And maybe that you know anoints me as a get-off-my-lawn guy, but... A lot of the consensus was some things were better the old way. So go ahead. That's true. All right. So I saw a thing the other day, and I wanted to get your guys' take on this. So it, And the question is going to be this. Wide receiver, cornerback, any anybody, anytime, what would be the one-on-one match that you would pay money to see? And I want to do hitter, pitcher, and I want to do wide receiver, defensive backs, because the examples I'd like to give you uh, might help, but they're not of those positions. Right, one of them was they would okay. really, really want to see uh, Aaron Donald and uh, Mike Allstott f- one yard for the win, because I mean that's two guys that that one yard is 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 sacred, right? Right. Um, in basketball, we talk about Jordan and LeBron all the time, but what about Rodman and Kevin Durant? Durant. For a rebound. For a rebound or on the perimeter. Remember, Rodman could go and and guard too. All right, so the parameters of the questions are what? Anybody, wide receiver, cornerback, f- 
for the win. At any, I mean, any wide receiver, like one of the examples was Moss and Sauce Gardner, right? Because they're both tall, they're both fast. It might be a fantastic, um, it might be a fantastic play, right? Between those two guys. So first, wide receiver, defensive back. What would be the the perfect matchup or the matchup you would love to see? And it can be historic, it can be now, whatever that is. And the second one will be pitcher hitter. All right, I feel like we've done wide receiver corner recently, but Dave Hoops, go ahead. Okay, this is great. I love Dave's questions. Okay, um, you know, with everything going on, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and put Dion out there because he really is the best. But well, I we're on in prime time Garden here Lynn. tonight. It's perfect. In Garden Lynn Swan. And nobody else is going to pick Lynn because Lynn is going to make some acrobatic move that's going to get around Dion's athletic business, and he's going to bring that thing down. Touchdown. That's my pick. All right. So part of me wanted to go with Moss versus Daryl Green because I just wanted to go speed against speed. But I'm going to go a step further with speed because I believe Olympic-level speed was possessed by both of these gentlemen. I'm going to go Willie Galt versus Daryl Green. Okay, that would be an amazing fly road, wouldn't it? Because I'm That's not the whole sh- idea behind this question. Because I'm not sure size-wise if Daryl Green would have a shot. Because he could fly, but if you throw a jump ball, he's, you know, in cornerback speak, he's my height. So he'd struggle. But speed against speed, I want that. So I've told you guys that I think the most unguardable player in the NFL right now is uh, Hill, right? The wide receiver for Miami. He's fast. He can cut on a dime. He's strong. Um, I would love to see him against Dion one on one, because Dion's the best ball hawk secondary defensive back I've ever seen, right? But Hill's a different kind of receiver. You know, he's not going to try to blow by Dion because you couldn't do that. But he can shake, and it would be fantastic to see. All right, so hitter pitcher, this could be hitter, fun. Pitcher, Dave yep. Hoops, you start, and I know you love Rod Carew. I'm wondering if he's in there somewhere against who though, Dave? No, no, I'm going to upset all the listeners because he was once. Uh, not a steroid master. I want Tom Seaver pitching to Barry Bonds. Wow. That would be intriguing. Before I go, Dave Cook, who do you have? Because you're such a baseball intellect. I'm curious. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been actually thinking about this one for quite a while. Um, So there's an old pitcher way back and his name was Mordecai Brown. His nickname was three fingers. Yes. Because that's what he had, right? He blew the other two off his hand. Uh, and the ball, they said, when he threw, the ball did magical things because they didn't have a finger to, th- to put spin on it, so it popped out a lot and did a lot of you know knuckleball-y kind of stuff. And I would love to see him and Tony Gwynn because the ball is mm-hmm. doing things that nobody else can do. Not, not that you know the ball did stuff you know, and, and every other guy did that just differently, right? But when you're missing two, two fingers on your hand and it comes out like a forkball, knuckleball, fastball all at the same time, I'd love to see what a guy who struck out 27 times in a decade would do with something like that. Now I'm a little bit bummed because I wondered with Dave Cook going in front of me, two baseball guys that think about it the same way, the uniqueness of my answer just went out the window. Because in football, I talked about speed against speed. And part of me wanted like, well, let's do two former teammates. Let's do Randy Johnson against Griffey Jr. And let's see, you know, the perfect swing against the perfect fastball. But I went another way, and Dave Cook went very close to it because I want Tony Gwynn as well. I want two tacticians at what they do. I want Tony Gwynn against Greg Maddox. Yes, we saw it, nice. but I want to see it again. Yeah, no, and and Maddox, I think over time, is going to be one of those guys that history kind of forgets 
because of that. Yeah, I, I can give you the the one that I first came up with. The, my idea behind this one was I wanted to see J.R. Richards go again, you know, all six foot eight slider, and see him go up against you know one of the one of the power hitters uh, that we've seen, you know, over the over the past bit. But because of his his death, he wasn't able to face regularly. Right, and and that was uh, prime Mike Schmidt. I mean, because Schmidt would go up there and just hack and hit home runs, right? Um, and with the death of Brooks Robinson, probably the best third baseman alive right now of all time is Mike Schmidt. And uh, but for those folks that have never had a chance to go see James Rodney Richard, um, pull up a YouTube video and watch J.R. Richards throw because he was uh, he wasn't as scary as Randy Johnson, but he was awful close. Absolutely. Speaking of. Some very good quality additions. You've got good quality beer going on. Dave Hoops, you told me during the break there's new beer you could discuss. Please go ahead. Tell everybody besides Oktoberfest, great reasons to come down to Hoops Brewing. Well, you're going to be excited here too. But so to start, we have a beer called Flaming Apple, which is doesn't sound great, but it's a little bit of pepper beer mixed with our brand new apple ale. It's nice. actually great. Very nice. I would try that. And then we have a brand new batch of Munich Lager, the beer that we really, really love, our, our, our basically our, our tribute to the beers of Munich. And two beers you guys are going to be excited about. Well, not Dave as much. He's just going to be excited, but not drink it. He's but that guy. Driveway though. beer. All right. Driveway beer next week. And the long-awaited blueberry pale ale. Oh, oh my. You're right. You said I'd be excited. I've been waiting for that for a while, just like we've been waiting for Vikings victories. Give me a score tomorrow. Vikings 34, uh, Carolina 27. That is one more reason that I love you. Great segment once again. Let's talk again next Saturday. We'll be back to the mornings next week. Pleasure to have you here at night. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great show. Absolutely. That's our guy, Dave Hoops. Hoops Brewing Buy or Sell is next. Stick around. We'll be right back. And we're about to decide what's a good buy or what's sold. It's Buy or Sell here on the Northland Sports page. Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook. Dave Cook, most of our listeners know the game, but if they don't, here's how it works. NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL, I'm going to give you a statement on each of those leagues. If you agree with me, you say buy, you tell me why. If you disagree, you say sell, you tell me why. Your responsibility is to give me the order and give me a great take. What do we got to start tonight? We're going to finish with the Twins. Okay. We're going to start with the NFL. All right, so the NFL, there are four teams that are winless. Ironically, I don't know if the schedule makers sought this out, but they're matched up. The Bears play the Broncos. The Vikings play the Panthers. By yourself, that of those four teams, the Vikings are in the worst shape of them all. Sell. Easy. Um, I will sell that, and I'll sell that hard. And the reason is the Bears are an absolute train wreck. They are. They don't win. Their coaches or their quarterbacks popping off about not listening to anybody anymore and doing it my way. They got a wide receiver who left Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh didn't want him. Right. right. Who said they're just not using my skills. Well, apparently your skills are getting are talking yourself talking your way off a football team. So maybe they are. That team, they just imploded it the uh, you know three four years ago. They're gonna have to do it again. the The Bears are so bad off right now. The Vikings don't have a plan at quarterback. Like their future. As far as that position, their future is very murky. I agree with you. Now, the question is this, because I didn't specify how long of a bad spot are we talking? Because, and this season alone, it is the Bears. But the Bears, thanks to their trade during the draft last year, 
could conceivably have each of the first two picks mm-hmm. in next year's draft. So I, I'm not going to buy, but it's close between the Broncos and the Vikings because the Broncos overpaid for a quarterback as well. The Vikings are overpaying a quarterback and don't have a plan beyond him. I'm not sure the Broncos know what to do with Russell Wilson. So I don't think it's the Vikings, but I don't think they're as well off as everybody wants to say. No, I agree. And and Russell's not a bad comparison, except right now Kirk's the better quarterback. Correct. Um, but we both don't know what next year is going to bring on either right, of those teams. Right. And and what you said about, I mean, you you have to decide if you're a Bears fan if you want to be where Houston is because Houston had two of the top three drafts draft picks last year, and they're doing and they're doing pretty well. The Bears have had a unique way of, you know, the. Um, what does it say? Green Bay has the has had three quarterbacks in forty years. Right. It's like Chicago kind of had forty quarterbacks in the last three years. Right. Well, the thing about the Bears is it's finally going to give me one thing. It looks like that I'm going to be able to say I told you so. I'm not a very good predictor. I'll own up to that. But I predicted that the Justin Fields hype was just that, and so far that's what it is. Yeah, and his coaching staff's done him no favors. Absolutely. So three leagues to go. Where to next? Yep. Let's do the NHL, baby. All right. So NHL the. Wild made some moves, inking Marcus Foligno, inking Matt Zuccarello to stay with the team for longer. Buy or sell that either of those moves move the needle for you. Sell. They do not. Either one of them moves. But you know who would have done this? Our previous general manager. He loved signing guys who are at the end of their career to long, longer-term extensions. I can understand kind of the Felino one, right? Because he's a heartbeat guy. Like in hockey, that's... That, Zuccarello is Kaprizov's nookie blinky. Yep. Man, except, this is going to make for bad radio when I go except, what he said. Except, except, he's going to be 40 when he's done. Right. You, those longer-term contracts, you know, what's saying? You you pay a lot now and understand that at the end of the contract, you're going to be paying a lot of money for not much. Let's, that's like next year, year after next. It's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why Zuccarello needed to be, unless... Kaprizov said, dude, I'm out of here. If he's not, why else? Right. So I'm going to sell as well, and you took kind of my grandiose take with the Zuccarello nookie blanky thing because it is kind of Jack Haley syndrome, as I call it. He only didn't talk. Because Dennis Rodman was a big addition to a lot of teams, and Jack Haley was nothing more than Dennis Rodman's caretaker. But he was on a lot of teams that Dennis Rodman was on for that reason. Now... Kaprizov and Zuccarello, it's not the same. Zuccarello's got a lot more talent than Jack Haley ever did. But if that's why he needs to be here, then go ahead and do it. But it doesn't move the needle for me, but I think it was required because this team is still in salary cap hell. you got to have somebody. you got to have somebody of quality. They signed two of their, quote, better players. So the guy who probably should be talking is Sammy Walker or Adam Beckman. Right, because did this prevent the young up. kids from coming up it, again? It a hundred percent did, and and you know maybe so. Isn't Jack Hadley the guy who gave out those nice sayings about yourself on Saturday Night Live? Jack Handy, but I was talking about Jack Haley. Got it. The I basketball mix, player. I mix those two guys up all the time. That's all right. Somehow Nelly Fox is thrilled about it. <laughs> two Jimmy. Two down, two to go. What do we got? Uh, all right, so we're gonna finish with baseball. So let's do basketball. All right. So the NBA. I said something on our high school football broadcast last night. And you gave me a big-time eyebrow raise as the Rails and Lumberjacks were in overtime last night. Cloquet wins by six. But I said this. This year's Timberwolves have the highest expectations, not equal to, but since the team that went the Western Conference Finals route 
back in 0304, I believe. Buy or sell that that's true. Sell. Jimmy's team had just as much. When they brought Jimmy in and they sent Levine off, uh, it felt like they had finally figured it out. Thibodeau was Jimmy's coach. Um, they were going to play with an adult member. The the, uh, the the young Timberwolves are bringing an adult coach and an adult player who's a, a, a team leader and all that. Uh, the expectations for this team were through the roof. It was the finally moment, right? Um, and that team was – the people were just not maybe as fired up as that one and the current one, but it was awful close to the current one. All right, so I'm going to buy for a couple reasons. Number one, because I said it, I kind of have to buy, don't I? <laughs> But number, I don't know. I say stuff all the time. But number two is because your Jimmy comparison is nice, but Jimmy had just gotten here. And the team prior to him couldn't make the playoffs if their life depended on it. This is Gobert year two. Mm-hmm. This is a team that went to the playoffs despite all the junk that went wrong last year. This is Jaden that needs to be a big deal. This is Mike Conley with a full season. This is all of these things that so far look in their favor. Time to make it be in your favor. 100%. The, the ex, I didn't say the expectations weren't there. It's just I think that when Jimmy came, they made it was such a big deal that it's like the Mary Tyler Moore thing, right? They like us. They really, really like right, us. Right, right. Uh, and so Sally Field did it too, right? Right. Well, I think, isn't that the same person? No. Oh, she's Gidget. She I was, was the say, flying nun. Minnesota can't stand you right now. If you said <laughs> Sally Field and Mary Tyler Moore are the same person. Hey, I got Nellie and Jimmy Fox earlier. Yeah, so. right. That's that's light work for you. Yes, exactly. All right, so lastly, Major League Baseball. We've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again in an hour or two. The Twins are in the playoffs. Opponent is TBD. They handled the Texas Rangers best of all of the possibilities. Buy or sell, that's who you want. Yes, that is who I want. I'll buy that. Um they match up very, very well with the Rangers unless Chapman goes nuts and figures out the Kansas City Chapman at the end of the season here comes back. I think the Twins match up with Texas better than anybody else. All right, I'm going to sell because I want the Mariners. I know that they have the center fielder that we wish we had in the talent that Julio Rodriguez has versus whatever Byron Buxton is. But if we get Texas, here's my fear. That lineup is that good. We held them down for a number of games. How long can you do it? And then Max Scherzer is who he is. And Dave Cook's favorite nickname that he made up, Esvold, Nathan Eovaldi, becomes Nathan Eovaldi, and the Twins are hurting. But the reality is, this is the most confident I've been in a Twins playoff team in quite some time. And it scares the devil out of me. Truly the most excited I've been for a, a long run since 92. Absolutely. So buy, buy, buy or sell, sell, sell. We say bye, bye, bye to hour number one. We say hello to Chad Greenway. We come back. Northland Sports Page Prime Time. Stick around. We'll be right back.